broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whoever you are in the world. My name is Josh Reed. That is Vince Tagliavia. Vince, are you, are you frozen? I think Vince is frozen. <laughs> we'll get Vince back here in a second. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. Going to change here after uh, June 12th is our change date. We'll come back to you guys with those dates of when everything is going to change up. And if you're new here to the Red Pill Project, this is where we uh, unfold the global conspiracy of the Marxist agenda that is coming to America and how our Constitution is being ripped away from us. Our elections are being usurped and stolen from us and how our country is falling down this deep rabbit hole, tumbling down this deep rabbit hole of uh, corruption, of collusion, of treason, of sedition, of... I, I don't even know what else to say, man. It's uh, of extremism, of radicalism, of just complete insanity. It, it's it's getting bad. And, you know, we talk about a lot of different topics here. But one thing that we, we, we tend to talk about is community and how people need to kind of embrace together and be together and, and start building those little cliques within your local areas. Um, more so now than ever. And we are coming to these points to where there are some very, very critical things that can happen in this world. And maybe that's where we'll start tonight because, you know, I had a, a discussion with my, with my neighbor. I don't think he's watching right now, but I had a discussion with my neighbor. I, I first time mm -hmm. I met the gentleman and seemed to be just kind of a, a traditional conservative Christian, uh, nice guy, um, not conspiracy oriented anyway okay very very kind of just um um very approachable but very kind of like you know asking the right questions to see kind of where you align politically mm, and um, yeah and so we started talking and i got a maga hat on right so obviously <laughs> you can tell what i do right mm -hmm. and we started uh discussing a few things and he goes you know Things are about to get really bad. I said, what do you, what do you mean? And he goes, um, think things are about to get really bad in this country. I'm like, well, what are your thoughts? And he goes, I think we're headed to civil war. Well, wow. this is just a, a regular everyday average dude, maybe watches Fox news every once in a while. And he's like, we're, we're headed to civil war. It, it, it's all coming down. They're going to collapse the economy um, no joke. They're they're the Marxists are taking over this country. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I need to get out of Minnesota as fast as possible. He needs to get out of Minnesota as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and he goes, this is bad. This is really bad. And then I explained to him what I do for a living. He's like, Oh my God, bless your heart. You know, like, you know, started talking to me about it and awesome. didn't really ask too many questions, but he, he understood what was happening. This is just your everyday average American that understands where this is going. And if that is a, a, a sign of things to come, then buckle up Dorothy, because Kansas is going bye-bye. And so 
right now we have the debt ceiling, which is in talks and negotiations. Uh, the Biden White House doesn't seem one bit interested in even discussing this. And I know Joe Biden and McCarthy were supposed to meet today. We're going to look at some footage here in a little while of this. Um, but this is one of those critical things that if the U.S. defaults on their debt, this will definitely lead to economic collapse here in the United States. That more banks will collapse, um, more families will be affected, more jobs will be affected, and and people will start screaming bloody murder. So we are very very close right now to this tipping point. And I've always said that like we have this firestorm event, right? Yeah. And the way the firestorm event happens is the the people that are perpetuating this uh this agenda onto a country they set a base foundation they lay a foundation for everything that they're going to do social institutional cultural political destabilization economic destabilization supply chain um infrastructure these things they lay a foundation for this and then slowly what happens is you begin to see these domains begin to crumble and we're getting to that point to where the damage done to those those domains those areas of society are so damaged that they have to begin crumbling and so they need a catalyst event to bring this about there has to be something that happened at like oh my god mm. an 11 um you know an all-out world war three a global economic collapse there has to be one of these events that produces this yeah. In my honest opinion, Vince. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one or two things has to kick it off, and from there it'll cascade down. I imagine it would probably be a false flag of some sort, and then yep. this finance money makes the world go round. What a great first kick to the nuts, and then some kind of terrorist event. False flag. I mean, that would kick it all off to be just uh, the dominoes that knock it all down, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, when I'm looking at the situation at hand right now, we can see the the Democrats, the liberals, who I think are the ones that are the head of the deep state. So the deep state is bipartisan people. It's Republicans and Democrats. We have to understand that. And that right now, the, the liberals, the Marxists, are in control of that deep state. And the event that I see coming about, they know right now that there is no way legally that they can win the 2024 election. There's absolutely no way. It is, I mean, all the poll numbers coming out. I saw um, Krasenson put out something on Twitter the other day about the poll numbers. And he's like, Joe Biden just got a seven point lead on Donald Trump. I'm like, what's this poll? And it was like some WMB poll. I've never heard of these people before. But then wow. you, you put up the Harvard poll and Trump hmm. leads them by seven points. And it's like, when we start looking at it like this, all the real pollsters are saying that Donald Trump is going to absolutely demolish the competition. The primaries, it, there's not even a fight there. The, the, the general election, if Biden runs, oh, it's bad. And now we see in Arizona, um, for, for those that didn't know, this came out a little while ago today, um, let me let me pull it up real quick so I know what I'm reading. I read it correctly, right? But in Arizona, um, we have, of course, I can't find the. Uh, 
I was looking for the congressman, uh, Bolenny, um, what is his name? There it is. Oh, Borelli. Borelli. Yeah. yeah. So Arizona State Senator Borelli throws down the gauntlet, orders county supervisors to comply with SCR 1037, which bans foreign voting machines in Arizona. So Katie Hobbs came out and vetoed it, but the Congress in Arizona has plenary power, which is absolute power. And so they overturned her. So Arizona State Senator Borelli uh, put Arizona County supervisors on notice this morning with a notice to stop using four machines in their elections. Article 1, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution gives state legislators the power to regulate the times, places, and manner of the holding of elections of senators and representatives. Um, the Arizona House and Senate passed Senate Concurrent Resolution 1037 setting official requirements for the use of electronic voting machines in the state and banning the use of those used by foreign components. This resolution also requires the source code used in any uh, computerized voting machine for federal elections to be made available to the public. This resolution bypassed the nice. governor was transmitted directly to the Secretary of State's office. If the Secretary of State of Arizona counties do not comply with this new rule, the legislator can and likely will sue. Um, so who knows what they're going to do in the sense of the pushback. But hey, look, you know what? If the Senate came in and, and pushed this bill out and there's nothing wrong with the voting machines, then what, what's, the, what's the difference? Yeah, what's wrong with yeah, that? What's wrong with that? Man. But so we could see Arizona be a, a stronghold for conservatives in 2024. Um, we, I, I do believe now, and I didn't believe this six months ago, that Kerry Lake has a shot mm. of having this election kind of maybe even not overturned, but Maricopa County done over again, which would be really interesting because we know how that would go. And, and isn't it interesting that this, uh, this new Senate bill right now comes out right now? Yeah, so if they did redo it, they would probably have to comply with these new standards. That's right. So if Maricopa County had a redo and the judge orders to say, hey, look, there's a lot of evidence here. It looks like something went wrong. Let's just redo Maricopa County. Those election results are final, done. And all of a sudden they come back in and say, oh, yeah, but no Dominion voting machines. No Renbeck. Can't have these companies yeah. in there. You can only use paper ballots because that's the only thing that's going to be certified at that point in time. If they do that. And they get the results, and it's what we expect, and that is the polar opposite of uh, what they did after they cheated, or what the results were after they cheated. You know what this is going to cause is, there's no way, there's no way, you guys cheated, we need to investigate the recount, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that, that's exactly what it's going to be. It's yeah. going to be them coming out like, oh, no way, that's that's not impossible. That can happen. Look at yeah. the number differential from the real election in this election. This is a, this is a coup. And yeah. they're going to try. They're going to try. But I don't think they're going to be successful if that happens. Uh, Roxy asked, what are the thoughts on Tim Scott announcing his run for presidency? Donald Trump actually uh, – came up and uh, congratulated him and said, good luck to you. I think that Tim Scott could potentially be a running mate uh, for Donald Trump. Just keep that in mind because it kind of curtails the whole you're a racist thing, which he's not. So, Yeah, it's good. It's good. Still voting for Trump, but. Yep. Cool. So this was an interesting uh, video that I found this last weekend. And I think that it has some relevance right now. And we're going to talk a little bit about this. But let's go ahead and play this video. This is uh, Yaval Noah Harari. And let's listen to this. About the next U.S. presidential race. In 2024, 
and try to imagine the impact of the new AI tools that can mass produce political manifestos, fake news stories, and even holy scriptures for new cults. In recent years, the politically influential QAnon cult has formed around anonymous online texts known as QDrops. Now, followers of this cult, which are millions now in the US and the rest of the world, collected, revered, and interpreted these QDrops as some kind of new scriptures, as a sacred text. Now, to the best of our knowledge, all previous QDrops were composed by human beings, and bots only helped to disseminate these texts online. But in future, we might see the first cults and religions in history whose revered texts were written by a non-human intelligence. And of course, religions throughout history claimed that their holy books were written by a non-human intelligence. This was never true before. This could become true very, very quickly. So, interesting take by uh, Yuval Noah Harari there, pertaining to the Q-drops. Firstly, he says, to my knowledge, these were distributed by human beings and then disseminated by bots. Yeah, which and weird. Which is kind of unusual because I've been studying that topic for a very long time and... Um, I never read any articles or any research pertaining to it that it was propagated by bots. It's the first thing I've heard. You're not working with bots. Yeah, no, no, I was no. never working with bots. So, um, but the Q thing is now coming back into the circle, which is interesting. Yeah. So, um, the Black Vault did a FOIA request and was able oh, yeah. to uh, get a whole bunch of documents. FBI releases files on QAnon, withholds more than half of them. And so there is a, a massive amount of documents dumped to the Black Vault. And what this really kind of says about Q is they have no idea who or what it is, but they deem it a threat. Now, keep that in mind. They deem it a threat, whoever or whatever it is. Now, I could probably make a living if I wanted to going over every single old Q post and decoding them. I'm not going to, there's no reason to a lot of these Q posts are, are they're not Holy scripture. Okay. <clears throat> what I think that they are was a mix of human being <clears throat> and artificial intelligence. And I think that, by analyzing how the world is unfolding, what events are happening in the world, you can make certain predictabilities of when um, and what will happen in the future to where you can go out there and put on, you know, May 15th and you can post something on May 15th and put a few specific words in there. And there's going to be a cross correlation to May 15th, three years down the road. Um, I don't think that whoever it was, um, I don't think that whoever it was is anything that um, is supernatural or anything like that. I think, uh, I think people understand what I believe Q to be. I believe it to be Mike Flynn, Donald Trump, Dan Scavino. Um, I think Cash Patel, the, all these people were directly involved within it. 
Um, I think that it probably expands beyond that, but it probably wasn't known as Q. I think it came That's about. A... Go ahead. Oh, it's a really novel idea and a different way to look at it that I haven't um, pondered before. And it really it, it brings to my mind Peter Thiel and his his company Palantir because they it have. Is. They have that, and that's exactly what that company does for businesses, is it takes in all the information, all the facts at hand, and extrapolates it in such a way, right? And if you're doing a business, if you're in the business of politics, you're going to run a similar type of AI software in order to make predictions and do things as efficiently as you can, and et cetera, et cetera. And so I could see that as being a possibility. So, and that was one of my theories originally. Peter Thiel was uh, on the senior executive uh, team of Donald Trump when he came in as a uh, um, kind of a, a technologist. And he was 100% infiltrated with a, not infiltrated, but into the Trump administration. He was the owner of Palantir at that time. And that we could easily see that type of technology being utilized. But we have to understand of all the stuff that happened before that is that the reason why they needed Something like Q, which I believe is a psychological warfare operation targeted towards the Christian and the Patriot ideologies, um, in, in a sense, to wake people up to what is happening in the world. It's not a bad psychological warfare operation. But the reason they needed that was because our country was being ripped away and high-level, highly advanced technologies were being sold off by politicians and high military leaders. And they had been studying and trying to find out who this was that was doing this for a long time. They figured it out, but they had acquired most of the evidence through illegal or illicit means, which was inadmissible in court. So they would need to basically bring all of this evidence out there. And in order to do that, they'd have to take back the domain of information. And so this is why I believe Q was created. Um, and I don't think that all the people in the military, in, in the intelligence community, who are working on this original um, discovery process to find out who was stealing military secrets. I don't think the majority of them were even involved within this this site well, psyop. I think that this is not. less than ten, and sure. I would I would stay at less than ten. And I could probably we probably know the names of every single person on that list. Now I think that you're going to see a comeback at Q, but be warned that it might not be Q. I think Yavalno Harari right there was given not a warning, but a promise that there's going to be a new type of savior that comes on board. I very, see. very similar, utilizing the same tactics, psychological warfare, but this time guess. the one that drags you down. The one that's going to call for violence. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's an interesting theory, man. Wow. That would be wild. That would yep. be wild. Well, it, you know, stocks woke up, uh, stocks opened up today and were spooked by a confirmed fake report of an explosion near the Pentagon. This was quite interesting. Yeah. So we think- see uh, these images come on uh, on Twitter of an explosion at the Pentagon. This was from War Monitors. Um, quite a few other people came forth with oh, this. Yeah. Yeah, one fake account was yeah, one fake account was spreading it. This is a pretty, deep fake. Deep fake and a pretty mainstream. I think some a couple pretty uh usually rep- reputable sources ended up jumping on the bandwagon early in the morning. Well, Russia Times, RT, or Russia Times did. They did. And yeah. I think I think Insider Paper or one or one of them also picked it up. 
Yep. So this is a deep fake. Now, what does that mean? It means that the event never actually happened, but you had an AI-generated image that was basically blasted over social media to the point where news organizations were picking it up, believing it was real, and the stock market was actually affected by it. Now, is it kind of coincidental that this last weekend we see the World Economic Forum call for a regulation of AI and deepfake regulation? And they have partnered with the UK government for this specifically? I don't believe so. At the same time, you've all know Harari is out there talking about AI controlled psyops and deep fakes and how deep fakes are going to uh, mastermind the whole 2024 election. Guys, we're, we're entering a whole realm of political elections that has never been seen before with the utilization of artificial intelligence and uh, social media propagation and weaponized information. You yes. better watch out because there's going to be, we need to be very, we have to hold the red pill motto like to a T. Never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are, what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it with your own in research, inquiry, investigation, and through your own volition. Um, we have to use this now because there's going to be a lot of, and who knows, we could see Q come back and start posting and none of it makes any sense. And all of a sudden, there it is. It, it's just them controlling it. And I don't think it was always them, but listen, they have the ability to do some crazy things these days. Technology is highly advanced. So don't be surprised if you see something come up, pop up, or a new social, a new anonymous comes out. Sure. Which and is, all this, and yeah. Death to the globalist. You know, I could see this getting to a point where. We might not actually know what the hell's going on until we have boots on the ground and actual old school reporting. Mm -hmm. um, because how, you know, for instance, with this Washington, D.C. situation today or uh, Pentagon, rather, fake story. The only way to figure this out is to get that footage boots on the ground. That's really it. Otherwise, we're sitting here not knowing what's going on. And maybe in the future, that's going to be what things are like for a while. Who knows? But we do need to hold that motto close. We do. And, you know, this is a joke, deep fake, but it still rings true in the sense of the relevance because um, you're going to see some massive deep fakes against political candidates. This is Joe Biden and Bud Light. All right, everyone. So it's Friday night. I'm getting ready to go out. I'm feeling kind. But before I go out, I've got to pregame. And the only way I pregame is with an ice cold Bud Light. So good. Oh. Happy Friday. All right. Oh my God. So how, do good. Do, how do they do the gay Biden draw? So that was actually um, uh, a gay dude that was oh. did that on TikTok. Oh, and they just talent. masked. Yeah. What a talent. Yeah. So <laughs> this is this is my 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 theory that's coming up right now. Okay. So we're getting all these warnings of deep fakes. All this, we have the deep fake of the explosion at the Pentagon today. 30-ton shipment of chemical explosives, we talked about this last week, traveling by rail from Wyoming to California has disappeared. With an unknown of illegals in a terrorism in the nation across the country, what could possibly go wrong? So they're talking about the ammonium nitrate, right? 
So let's listen to this real quick. ...of the explosive chemical ammonium nitrate have disappeared from a rail shipment out west. Chemical is commonly used in fertilizers, but it was also used in the deadly 1995 terror bombing of a federal building in Oklahoma City. The company shipping the chemicals says a train left Wyoming last month and arrived at its destination in California with one car completely empty. The company says it's investigating. The company says that's almost impossible. <laughs> that can happen. And the question is, is, did the train make any stops? Did it make it onto the train? Well, yeah, did it make it onto the train? Like, there's a lot of questions asked here. But the bigger question is, what kind of damage could be done with 30 tons of ammonium nitrate? That's a great question. Did you did you do some little bit of research on that? Um, that that's that that's wow. big. That, how, I wonder, like, how much was big. the Oklahoma City bombing? I'm going to look this up. Yeah, look it up. Robert. You know, this investigation should take less than 24 hours if they were seriously investigating. There it is. So this is my concern. Yeah. Is we have all this push on deep fakes, right? By the, you've all know Harari coming out. QAnon is a cult. You have Klaus Schwab regulate deep fakes in AI. It's going to be a problem for the election. Then we have a deep fake leaked on Monday morning affects the stock market of an explosion near the Pentagon a week after 30 tons of ammonium nitrate is stolen from a train. I think people can understand where I'm going with this is expect a terrorist attack in the United States at some point in time here in the near future, blamed on right-wing radicalism. And watch how the deep fakes all span up and verify it and prove it. And oh, here's the thing. Yeah. They, could, they, could, they could throw Alex Jones's face on there. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, we are in a unknown domain of how this could all unfold. And so we need to be incredibly careful on how we look at the information in the news. But I think that, so someone's saying 12,000 pounds. Well, this article right here says 30 tons. So I don't know who's, who's correct. We did report on it last week. I believe it was 30 tons, 30 ton shipment. That's right. 60,000 pounds. Yep. 60,000 pounds. So it looks like the one at, uh, um, Oklahoma City was 12,000 pounds. I think that's what he was trying to say. We'll wait for Vince to come back. He's got some bad receptionability. There that. he is. But it looks like 12,000 pounds is what we had at Oklahoma City. So, Oh, wow. If, Thank you. Yeah. So if that's what it was at Oklahoma City, this is five times that amount. So Gosh. that could literally take out a skyscraper, a Pentagon, that could yeah. take out a White House, that could take out a lot of different things. Yeah. And it, firstly, it would be very difficult to take that from Wyoming to Washington, D.C., right? I think sure. that we can all understand that, but it would be not hard to get near a military base. Oh, no. Uh, I think it's worth mentioning the Oklahoma City bombing, for those who don't know. I think it was like a 20-story building. The entire whole front of it got blown off from right. a car parked out front. I don't remember Not, how many stories. But. Well, that's what they tell you. That's what they say. They don't tell you about all the secondary explosions that occurred inside oh, um, no. at, around the same time. How Timothy McVeigh actually was very, very innocent. It was just another one of those government exercises that he was hired to do and realized he was the patsy at the last minute.
Damn. But so I don't want to say that we're going to see some type of terrorist event, but the, my red flags are going off right now. My red flags are going off right now. We just have to look at what's happening. We have the World Economic Forum coming out targeting QAnon. All right. QAnon obviously is media created. Q and the Anons. Um, calling it a cult, extremist, politically, religiously motivated. Okay. okay. Then you have Klaus Schwab coming out talking about um, we need to regulate AI and deep fakes. Deep fakes are going to have a um, massive impact on the 2024 election. Okay. Remember, they got to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. And then we have, you know, 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate disappear and nobody knows how it disappeared. It just leaves without a trace. Um, I think that we're going to see some type of terrorist event. And I think that that terrorist event is going to kick off everything else. I think that that terrorist event potentially could be blamed on right-wing extremists. And when it's blamed on right-wing extremists, this is what kicks off that catalyst that we talked about before. hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong too. I, I seriously hope I'm wrong. Um, Oh, it, well, let's let's add insult to injury here. Okay. We're going what there. Were, what were uh, the senators issued today? Uh, what was it? Satellite phones. Oh, yeah. What the hell, man? In the name of an emergency, um, all senators were issued satellite phones, but only 50 of them actually took them. That's weird. Now, why would they need these satellite phones? Well, in the... The event of a massive disaster or cataclysm or emergency where normal communications are taken down, they can still communicate. For instance, if there was a nuclear threat, okay? So for everybody out there, kind of, I don't know if anybody knows this, but if there's a nuclear threat, like let's say that Atlanta has, um, someone calls up and says there's a tactical nuke in Atlanta. You know the first thing that they do? No. They shut down the cell phone towers. Oh, to prevent it from being detonated. Yeah, remotely detonated. Hmm. So when you start seeing these, you have remote detonations that occur through cell phone towers. Um, so they will shut down. So if there is a potential for nuclear explosions in the United States, uh, Russia, uh, Russia, uh, or let's say that a terrorist, let's say that you have this boom bomb comes out and then they come back and say, we have tactical nukes in 20 different cities. They shut down the cell phone towers. Now people are without communication. But what is happening really in the backdrop? This is when they begin to move and basically implement martial law and start taking over this country and suspend elections. That's this is, in my opinion, everything that I'm seeing is leading up that there is going to be some type of major event that's going to take place in the United States of America. This event is going to be cataclysmic to the economy. And is most likely going to propagate World War III. It is going to allow the Biden administration various emergency powers, which will be unlocked in that event, of which they will suspend the 2024 election, and they will take full and complete power and control of the military and basically send Congress home. That's my. I know that I know that's doom hey. and gloom, but you know what, guys? This is the worst case scenario, and look at everything that's happening. Mm. And now 50 senators have a cell, uh, have a, a sat phone to communicate with. And so I, I don't know. I, I don't want this to happen. But yeah. 
it, it seems to be ramping up that this very well possibly could be the the scenario that unfolds. I don't see any other ways for them to have a chance, really. You know, it's not looking good. Everything they're doing is backfiring. Well, I'll tell you this. Yeah. What? If there's a terrorist event in the United States in the next few weeks, I'm packing my shit up and getting the hell out of Minnesota. Where are you going? Red state. <laughs> I don't care which one. Oh. Missouri, <laughs> Texas. Gosh. Texas is a little far, but. <sighs> I don't know what I'll do, man. I probably won't leave unless I'm chased out. Well, I, I would say is, uh, it, and I don't mean to scare anybody out there, right? Uh, but for me, I speculation possibility yeah. and a couple things do support the theory. So, well, because I think it like this, about, yeah, is if if the government is suspended, let's just say that Joe Biden takes emergency powers in the advent of a a, a terrorist event or a nuclear threat. Because they are they are massively increasing the pressure on Russia right now after Russia just took Bakhmut. Okay. And so there's potential that we see some type of false flag event come about. The the, the Zakharaporia nuclear power plant has just been shut down. So they Ukraine can no longer get energy from it. It was uh, shut off the grid. Nobody knows why. Um we could potentially see some type of false flag action in the United States getting involved because they know that that's the only way to stop Russia in Ukraine. And they got a lot invested in Ukraine in the sense of illicit crime. So we could potentially see the Biden administration, some type of cataclysmic event happen. Okay, some type of massive event happen in the next few weeks. When Joe Biden takes those emergency powers and then kind of just says, look, martial law is in place right now. What do you think the red states are going to do? Rebel? Yeah. Red states are going to say, no, not happening. And so the red states are going to stand up against the federal government during that time. And that's why I say I'm going to get to a red state. Because, you know, you're going to have basically when when the moment that they – so let's talk about the moment they declare martial law. Let's just say that, you know, something happens – And they come out and Joe Biden comes out there and makes an announcement. Okay. By the time he made that announcement, you're already 12 hours in. I hope everybody understands that. By the time he made that announcement, like my fellow Americans, uh, we are under martial law, right? You're already 12 hours into the actual order being said, right? They're making that announcement because they realize, um, because all their, all, all their, their pieces are now being positioned, but with martial law, you basically have 24 hours to get the hell out of Dodge to get to where you need to be. The reason I say that is because the first thing that are shut down are the major highway systems. Those are really easy for them to shut down. The second are the the, the highway systems, right? The, the interstate systems and the highways. And then you're going to have all the back roads and stuff like that. And that comes usually about 24 to 48 hours after. And so you're going to have a lot of wiggle room within that first 12 hours to get the hell out of Dodge because what they want to do is they want to get people home to where they're going off the road and get to where you're going off, get home after 24 hours. There's no excuse to be on the road, right? So that's where the problem comes about. So my thoughts are that, um, you know, get to Iowa, (laughs) get to Nebraska, get to South Dakota. I think I'd go to uh, South Dakota to a certain barbershop. I feel safe there. <laughs> I get my haircut. Yeah, we're man. coming, Nate. We're coming. <laughs> oh man, that would be so terrible. Hmm. 
Well, it would be terrible, but you know, we have to look at those types of situations in this world right now. Absolutely. Um, that there is a lot of weird stuff happening. There's a lot of things that are playing out and we have to look at it from every angle, from every perspective. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, we have articles of impeachment about Joe Biden that uh, get passed through and Senate goes in there and miraculously impeaches him and he has to step down and he's removed from office and all these other clowns are removed from office. And, you know, the rise of Trump and we take back in 2024 and everything's hunky dory and we get our country back. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful, but at some point in time, we have to be realistic with what we see with what we observe. And so if we are observing something that doesn't quite make sense, we see a new narrative being spun with artificial intelligence, with deep fakes. Um, we know that these are going to play some type of role here within the psychological warfare that is coming about. We see 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate being stolen and nobody knows where it is. So we see the ramping up of the war between the United States and Russia that is in proxy right now, but most likely not. We have the United States issuing F-16s now to Ukraine. This is going to basically say, I'm telling you, when they land... Russia's just going to blow them up just like they did with the depleted uranium rounds in the tanks. But this is why they have very uh, varying degrees of, of failure. The economy, supply chain, you have world war. So you had the varying degrees that they could utilize. And terrorist attacks are the ones that they've used historically. And why not? You know what you could potentially see? Here's an idea for you. Okay. 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate targeting a military base that was about to send F-16s to Ukraine, and they blame it on Russia. Yeah. I'm telling you. And then they can even have some type of audio where a Russian militant group comes in and goes, we did it. And it's all yeah. AI deep fake. And then the I news propagizing is just nothing but bots and in, in AI producing and generating the information. You got to remember during the 2020 election, mm -hmm. all right, you had, you had an organization known as defeat disinfo. Okay. Which was operated by former general McChrystal. And he utilized artificial intelligence technology from DARPA. And the way this technology integrated is it would go out there and it would create a whole bunch of supplementary accounts on social media, for instance, Twitter. It would go out there and create a whole bunch of accounts on Twitter, and it would just auto-follow a whole bunch of people. And it would get like 1,000, 2,000 followers. Then what would happen is the blue check marks, or the old blue check marks, would go in there, and they would sign up for this project, and this AI would connect to their account. And the AI would be, be able to reply for them and post for them or retweet for them. And so this AI would go out there and generate content that was um, counter countering the the rights message and it would post it on all these accounts and then all these supplemental accounts would go in and start republishing it and it would it would yeah, like and comment and yeah like comment and share on all the the counterintuitive points so you know like gender affirming care needs to be banned and be like you don't know anything here's a medical report and boom it would be a fake medical report or just fake accounts and the, what it does to the psychology of people is what it makes you question, especially if you're young or, 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 or malleable or 
influence influenceable you could uh, see that and say wow a lot of people are you know saying that it's good to hit yourself in the hand with a hammer i wonder why they're all saying that it must be good to hit yourself in the hand with a hammer it's yeah. just a psychological 20 trick. new uh, health benefit reports coming up from uh you know approved twitter accounts saying the health benefits of hitting yourself in the head with a hammer yeah Increase cognition. Oh my god! <laughs> In a way, we've already had this happen. Clearly, well, Why is I mean, look at the world right now, man. This is this is chaos. Like, quite honestly, I find myself going down a um, a face palm rabbit hole yeah. when I go on to Twitter these days. So, and it, it, it's from the left to the right. It's all over. Yeah. The place. From the flat earthers to um, to the radical right that are posting like um, Barack Obama was was executed at tribunal four days ago. We can watch the video here. Like, dude, what? Come on, people. Like, you got to get a grip on reality. And what I mean by that is just because somebody says something or publishes it in an article and has the word news in their domain name doesn't mean it's legitimate confirmed by four anonymous sources i love that one confirmed yeah, by yeah. four anonymous sources like and then this whole the left ideology is the scariest like the the people on the right and the, the flat earth it's it's not hard to like go okay look here here's the evidence like 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 there he is he's walking down the street that's a clone um probably not but Okay, you know, but the left, like, we want to kill babies. Like that that's some pretty radical shit, man. Like they are they are triumphing. Triumphing. You know, the the murder of 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 babies as birth control. Like they are propagating the depopulation agenda without even realizing that they're propagating the depopulation agenda. Yeah. Well then I mean the gen uh what is it? Genital mutil mutilization of kids oh, and teenagers too. Not just killing babies, like yeah. go after all ages. Yeah, in mm. the trans agenda, I mean, there's a bill right now in Minnesota that's being passed saying that if you're if your child identifies as trans and you do not approve of their uh their gender modifying surgery, that their that child can be taken away from you. We have that here in our state too, Washington State. Like that's that's pretty radical, man. And, yeah. and then all the gun regulations and, uh, that are coming about. This is this is bad, people. And you know what I say is I I hope that uh, Donald Trump gets in and goes. How about this? All Republicans, all red, move to these twenty states. We'll fund it. We'll 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 help you guys move. We'll help you get jobs. Watch all the businesses and corporations flock to those areas. And all the jobs yeah. leave all the liberal areas. And, and yeah. that's what's happening. We're seeing Starbucks closing down. We're seeing Walmart close down all in these liberal cities because the crime is increasing. Yep. And mm. the, the, the thing is, is that if nothing happens and it's sustained the way it's going, they will destroy their own movement. I, I firmly believe that. Well, yeah, I mean, they, maybe that's what they want. Well, it's all, not becoming profitable anymore. Maybe they're going to throw it all away, depopulate. So I, I've been playing this one out there a lot lately. I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, as a red pill, I said, you know, 
right now they're trying to bring um, the restrictions on farmers to the United States, the same ones that they have in the EU. So if people didn't know the the Dutch farmers, German, Italian, Spanish farmers have all been protesting the last 12 months pertaining to the climate regulations that the EU, EU implemented, uh, more so about the, uh, the nitrogen um, limits and the uh, carbon dioxide limits that farmers had to abide by. Now they're actually pushing towards livestock. And what this was specifically is that if you're a farmer, you are limited to how much you can give off per year per acre. And so right. this becomes a big problem for these farmers that are out there trying to kind of make a living. And so they protested it. Well, what it produces is it produces farmers that produce much less. They can't go out there and provide the food or the sustenance that they actually need. They can't grow the crops that they actually need. Now they're trying to bring those levels of regulations to the United States of America. And so you're going to see farmers pushing back. And I think that states will actually step in. One thing they were doing in the EU, though, is they were the governments were using eminent domain to seize the land of the farmers. They seized over 4,500 farms just last oh, year through eminent domain. And they're going to try the same thing here in the United States of America. If you don't comply, you're gone. And I, I said... That. Good. I believe that. What'd you say? Oh, I, I was saying is that if we look at the predictions that they're making for green energy transition, how by 2030, no more gas cars will be made, no more gas stoves, no more um, gas heaters, all this stuff will be all be gone. And then we look at the decline as well within farming out of global warming. What we find is we don't have... Uh, enough food or energy to sustain a population of 8 billion people. But we do have uh, enough food and energy to sustain a population of about 500 million. And so we are in the midst of the de depopulation agenda. And we all know from that depopulation agenda, the next two things that happen from their own words, another pandemic and global war. And those are going to be the two major catalysts that are going to depopulate 85% of the global population. And what happens is the pandemic comes in, you have world war comes in, you have famine that strikes, right? You have economic collapse that occurs because of this. People are homeless, they're starving. And now people are going off the war, they're dying. Plus you also have to talk about the people that were vaccinated that, you know, once they get the war, you know, their heart rate starts going up a little bit. Boom, they're dead. Oh, well, they, they died in war. They can cover all this stuff up very easily. Oh, well, he, uh, he was homeless and he died of starvation when he really died of a blood clot. So I think yeah. that this is a, a very realistic scenario. And I know we talked a little bit about it on Friday night of what this potentially is, but I say this all the time. Whatever this is, it's not fucking human. It just, I think that we are in the midst of an invasion of this planet. Whatever this is, it's been here for a while and they are eliminating us. They want us gone. The majority of us gone. And they will stop at nothing until they get that. Unfortunately. Yeah, it does seem that way sometimes. Gosh. Yeah. 
So JP Morgan uh, CFO Jeremy Barnum says he expects system-wide deposits to decline. We saw just in the last three months, $1 trillion decline in deposits last year, about a trillion dollar decline in deposits. So that's down from uh, $18 trillion down to about $16.5 trillion right now. And the reason he says that is because, well, people are no longer trusting banks and moving their money out. But the banks that they are trusting are the larger six banks. JP Morgan, Chase, Wells Fargo, who are racking in deposit after deposit and money hand and foot. And so this is a centralization of the banking system. Now you say, well, you know, they're going to depopulate the world. What does it matter? Well, it matters because if you got those last 1 billion people on the planet all integrated into a financial system that you control absolutely, it's over. It's over and done with. There's nothing else that needs to be done. And so I think this is the end game that they're moving towards. We're going through we're going through global economic collapse, which is going to basically centralize all the banking systems in the world under a government authority or a private authority that is basically fascist in nations working with governments um, to where people are going to be moved into a controlled program digital currency. Um, at the same time that this transition's occurring, you're going to have global war. Basically, who's fighting for power and control over how the global order moves forth from this point in time? You're going to have a tax on supply chain and infrastructure. That is your food, your water. That is your energy. And coming out of this in like 2030, 2035, humanity is going to be beaten and broken. I mean... If you want a good glimpse to understand what we're headed towards, go back to 1930. We were pushed into a massive um, depression. And I heard, um, I think it was uh, Ray Dalio the other day talking about this. Mm-hmm. What he said. And he was talking about the decline of the dollar, the de-dollarization. He said... He goes, many of your friends out there are probably saying the word recession. And, um, and yes, we are in a recession, even though the government won't admit it. This is Ray Dalio, a globalist. And he was saying, um, many people are saying that what we could see is a depression. And, and that's very true. We could potentially see a depression. He goes, but what I'm telling you is that what we're going to see is something that we've never seen before in our lifetime. Wow. He goes, something much, much worse than a depression. Because we've never had de-dollarization, a global reserve currency losing its power, and we don't know what to expect when this happens. This is like Ray Dalio telling you this. And so, you know, the 1920s, you had the Roaring Twenties in the 1920s, the Roaring Twenties, which was an influx of free money from the Federal Reserve System into the banks that was loaned out to people for actual collateral of real assets that caused a massive economic growth after World War I. And then they took it all back in 1929. Well, I think that your 1929 is going to be like 2023, 2024. Like right now, we're feeling it right now. So we're we're headed to some dark times. And I think everybody out there is prepared for it. I think everybody out there understands that it's going to get much darker before it gets lighter, right? I think it will, yes. Yep. So mega house Republicans are threatening a default that could cost the United States millions of jobs and trigger a recession. This is according to Joe Biden, all because they are demanding deep cuts that will hurt hardworking American families, even while they protect tax breaks for the wealthy and corporations. It's just complete BS and propaganda. So President Biden's plan to reduce the deficit by three trillion. 
um, cut handouts to big uh, cut handouts to big farmer by two hundred billion. Why are we giving big farmer two hundred billion in the first place? Like you're going to cut them? Why are you giving big farmer two hundred billion? They just made two hundred billion from the vaccine. Eliminate tax subsidies for oil and gas. Eliminate tax subsidies for oil and gas companies. Thirty-one billion. Eliminate real estate loopholes. Nineteen billion. Eliminate cryptocurrency trading tax loopholes. Twenty-four billion. So basically what he just said there is he's going to increase taxes on oil and gas. He's going to increase taxes on real estate transactions and cryptocurrency. For people that don't, you got to <laughs> read what's not there or what they're not saying, right? This, this is what he's really saying. Uh, eliminate tax subsidies for oil and gas. Guess who's going to have to pay for that? You are. Yeah, we're going to be paying for that. Yep, you're going to pay for that. Eliminate real estate uh, uh, loopholes. What he means is that if you sell a piece of real estate and you owned it for over two years and it was your primary residence and you don't have to pay taxes on it, now you will. Uh, eliminate so cryptocurrency nasty. trading tax loopholes. Um, yeah, means crypto, basically crypto regulation. Impose a billionaire min minimum tax. That's socialism. Raise the top income uh, tax rate. By two hundred billion—that's three hundred thousand dollars a year—and that's actually not that large of an income for many people. Um, tax stock buybacks, raise taxes on large corporations, impose a global minimum tax. Look at this: impose a global minimum tax. What does he mean by that? Impose a global minimum tax. Global. Global minimum tax, Joe Biden. I mean. That kind of sounds like you're just going to tax everybody for everything. Around the whole globe? Does that mean that? Or does that mean just the U.S.? I don't know. I think so. I, I don't know. Wow. Um, and then Kevin McCarthy, let's remember how we got here. Ten days out from a Biden default on the national debt, he ignored the looming crisis for months. Despite my repeated calls for negotiate, because of his inaction, he risked bumbling into the first default in American history. And uh, Kevin McCarthy actually posted the timeline on his Twitter feed here. Uh, Biden's inaction threatens default January 12th, January 22nd, 26th, 31st, all the way up to current date. Now, what's interesting about this is if you go back to last week's episode, what did yeah. I say specifically was happening? Oh, gosh, that's to remind me. The Democrats want the default. They want it to collapse and crash. Okay? Because that gives them... The authority for emergency powers. It's a great scapegoat, too. Or it is. to blame on Republicans. And it's a lot of wins for them. That's right. Mm. We have we have the impeachment of Joe Biden, uh, U.S. Attorney Graves, Director Ray, and Director Mayorkas right now. Okay, going through the House. So you need a distraction from that. You have the Hunter Biden investigations going on. You need a distraction from that. You have all the pressure on the FBI for censorship and spying and uh, illegal obtainment of information from U.S. citizens going on. Uh, the Joe Biden has been administration has been nothing but full of scandal after scandal after scandal, and they need a massive distraction. And they also know that they're not going to secure power in 2024, and we're entering into the election year. So the best thing that they could do is find some type of an event, a catalyst that basically produces this whole situation to where they have emergency powers. And what better than the debt default? Yeah. Yep. And so I think that we potentially, they might come to a deal, but I don't think the Democrats are going to fall for it. So, you know, um, 
Kevin McCarthy today, I don't think it's right that we borrow money from China to pay somebody that has no dependence and his able body to sit on the couch. He's talking about the welfare state that's been created. And I agree with him here. So major United Kingdom banks changed their withdrawal policy moving towards a cashless society. Looking to withdraw cash, our aim is to keep customers safe and secure, and our branches will follow the processes carefully to achieve this. Um, this will include asking you questions about the purpose of your cash withdrawal. We may also ask for supporting documentation, such as an invoice. This helps us validate the withdrawal as genuine and protect you against fraud and scams. Please note that it is advisable to give 24 hours notice on large cash withdrawals over 2,000 euros. You can pre-advise us of your transaction via customer contact team or in the branch. 2,000 euros is like what you're maxed at right now in Europe, and you have to provide documentation for it all. That's ridiculous. So if you have cash at home, good. Don't keep all your money in cash, okay? But you, you should have some cash at home. Don't hold all your money in the bank. And I know I'm kicking myself in the ass in this one, too, because I know I do the same thing. But I also have gold and silver. I also have cryptocurrency. Have some gold and silver. If you guys need somebody, Dr. Kirk Elliott, okay? If you have a 401k, if you have an IRA, um, you want to transfer them over into gold and silver, Dr. Kirk Elliott, right there. You can scan that QR code. Give them a call. Here's the phone number. 720-605-3900, or you can go to getgoldtoday.com. You scroll down and you fill out that form at the bottom. If you don't see the form, there is an email address and just call that phone number right there and leave a voicemail. But I'm telling you, get, get something other than cash because the United States here is going to be moving towards a cashless society. And we need to prepare ourselves for what's going to happen. I mean, I had a dream last night, dude. I had a dream last night that I, I've been having apocalyptic dreams. I know everybody's been having apocalyptic dreams, but um, we were driving out of, out of state and we're like, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And I'm like, I got to get gas. And I stopped at the gas station and it was like uh, an old mom, pa, country folk, you know, um, kind of gas station. And I'm like, you yeah. guys have gas? They're like, yes, we do. And I pulled up and uh, I'm like, how much? And they're like, 100 ounces of silver. The, the, Fill up your tank. And I'm like, that's atrocious. I ended up making negotiating with them for, uh, you know, four boxes of five, five, six ammunition and, and two ounces okay. of silver. But, <laughs> you know, this is the thing is you oh have to start gosh. thinking like this is that people are only going to accept tangibility of money when these things really do come. And if it's a collapse of the dollar, which I, I don't think the dollar is going to collapse anytime soon. And the reason I say that is because many countries hold the dollar in reserve. But if the hype, dollar hyperinflates overnight by all these countries dropping that dollar back on the market, you can see that. If the U.S. defaults on its debt, this is going to exacerbate the dollar de-dollarization. Because what's going to happen is it's going to hyperinflate because the, the countries and the corporations that we owe money to, including large financial institutions, are no longer going to be getting paid. So they're going to dump their bonds onto the market okay gosh it's like the market's gonna start eating itself yep it's just the system's gonna stop working yeah so uh in some 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 news right here that biden doj formally shuts down the clinton foundation investigation 
from August 2021 and have destroyed all evidence. I mean, I wonder why they did that. I mean, come on. Let the cover-ups begin. Yep. Got to rewrite history, folks. Former Deputy of National Security Advisor KT McFarlane, who served for the first four months under the Trump administration under Michael Flynn, says the deep state is going to rig the 2024 U.S. election following their success in 2020. She says, go back to 2020. This time the CIA, CIA got involved in the election uh, with those 51 former intel agents who said the Hunter Biden laptop was disinformation. So if they've gotten away with it for two elections. They will surely try to get away with it in 2024. There is now hard evidence that there was election interference by the U.S. intelligence agencies in the Department of Justice. These indi- individuals must be terrified that a Republican president comes in with a Republican attorney general, investigates them, and charges them all with crimes they have committed over the last eight years. Take it to the bank. They will absolutely interfere in 2024. These people are selling us out not only to foreign leaders, but by interfering in our elections. And so this is why I'm telling you that the situation that I'm talking about here is I don't think that they're going to move towards election. They're going to take emergency powers before any of that ever happens. And they're not going to allow the elections to happen. I mean, why wouldn't they? I mean, think about it. Going into a third election, they know that this is most likely going to bring about a civil war. It doesn't matter who wins. It's going to happen in civil war. Um, That they have to steal the election, and they know there's precautions being made in red states not to secure it. They know the actual poll numbers. So when we look at this kind of in its totality, we see that the really the only option for the liberals and the Democrats to win in 2024 is to secure power. And the only way to do that is through some global cataclysmic event, some type of major event, whether it's another pandemic, global war, World War III, um, massive terrorist events going off, boom, 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 all throughout the United States where martial law is declared. It's got to be something like that. And if you look historically, this is how governments do it, is they seize power slowly and surely. And then once they have that power secured, they suspend elections. I think that's where we're headed towards yeah, it, it it seems that way, man. It could but, be that. It could be that. That would be a one way they could take it. Well, the only problem that they have here is what? Mm-hmm. They haven't yeah. taken all the guns. No. No, it would be a oh, terrible war. It would. Uh, FBI improperly used Pfizer warrantless search powers more than 278,000 times ahead of the 2022 elections against American citizens, according to the FISA court filings. <laughs> I mean... You can't make this up, man. That's a lot of crimes. Yeah, and why isn't A.G. uh, Garland being impeached here? Uh, Jim Jordan threatens the power of the purse against the FBI after whistleblower testimony. The appropriations process is underway. Jordan said he is working on how Congress can limit the money from being used inappropriately. How about this, Jim Jordan? The only reason the FBI exists is because Congress created it. So get rid of it. So defund it. Zero dollars for the FBI. We, we are no longer yeah. funding the FBI. Zero dollars. <laughs> these really clowns. I know. And all these clowns in government. I don't care if they're right or left or center. They're all like, it is so outrageous to believe you could just get rid of the FBI. Who would ever conceive of such a thing? It's like uh, every American <laughs> watching the <laughs> shit show. Get rid of them. What do you mean? It's un 
unfathomable. No, it's every, not. Every state has their own fesh, uh, fed, uh, investigative bureau of investigation. Every state has their own bureau of investigation, and they're more than capable of looking in the felonies. And so you don't need the FBI. You don't need the Department of Homeland Security. Before 2001, we handled our business absolutely perfectly without the Department of Homeland Security. You don't need the FBI. You don't need the CIA. You don't need a civilian intelligence gathering um, organization when you have the Defense Intelligence Agency, which does the same exact thing and actually has the power granted to it by the Constitution to do it. So I'm going to keep on going back to the same loop. Like these people are beyond corrupt. They've weaponized every aspect of government. They're going to try to seize power because the Republicans, you know, and that's the thing about the Republicans is they're not creative enough. They should be out there saying, look, the, the FBI defund the FBI bill. And basically what it does is it pulls all their money away from the FBI, the CIA, the DHS. Just do that and see what happens. Just put that bill in. It'll pass. It won't pass Senate. It won't get approved by Joe Biden. Okay? Maybe it'll pass Senate. Who knows? But let's do it and see what happens. But they're like, well, we got to be more logical and rational. Let's like let's let's push these budget cuts through. No. They're get so rid of corrupt. them. They're stuck playing the game. So Hillary Clinton has came out and said that Biden's age is a legitimate issue. And the people have every right to consider it in the 2024 election. Hmm? Who knows? Maybe Ooh. she can step forward. <laughs> and uh, Joe Biden this week in Japan at the G7 summit. Let's hear what he has to say. Well, uh, well, uh, number one, you're right. We should have an open hotline. At the Bali conference, that's what the president, she and I agreed we were going to do and meet on. And then this silly balloon that was carrying two freight cars worth of spine equipment was flying over the United States. I don't know why my, my computer just doesn't want to work. Anyways, and it got shot saying that I would have been G's best friend, but he uh, he, he put this silly balloon up there that was carrying two freight cars worth of spine equipment. That just makes me think, okay, so it was done by us. <laughs> yeah. And then, AG, well, then, and then Blinken, Secretary of State, covered it mm -hmm. up for yeah. China. Covered it up for China. So a huge number of migrants were just dropped off at the Migrants Processing Center in Midtown Manhattan for licensing. Uh, or or uh, very, very interesting. You know, I have a problem with this. What's that? So these Republican states are saying, okay, if we have to keep these people in our country, we're sending them to liberal cities. I, I don't have a problem with that. Uh -huh. The problem is, is why don't you just take them back to the border? I, I understand that they can't, okay, but do it. Take them back to the border. Take them across back over the border. Drop them off in Mexico City. See what happens. Hmm. You know, you start dropping these people off in Mexico City, guess what happens? The Mexican government's like, whoa, hold on a second there. You can't do that. Oh, yes, we can. I mean, that's what needs to be happening here. But you won't see it. And I think that bringing them into this country and dropping them in liberal cities is only going to create more and more problems. It's going to be a nastier war. Yep. They're just, they're mm -hmm. just basically delivering the troops 
to the army headquarters. Yeah. Man. Yep. E. Jean Carroll seeks more damages over Trump's CNN town hall comments. The former advice columnist Monday filing stems from comments Trump made on CNN town hall after the verdict in which he reiterated his denial of the event and contended that the trial had been unfair. So this will be interesting because I guarantee you this might go back Mm -hmm. and Donald Trump comes out victorious. (laughs) It's also an appeal. So I don't think she can go back and do that while it's in appeal. So I don't know. I don't know how that works necessarily. Gosh, man. I talked about this earlier, Sonny Borelli. Um, Arizona's legislators reclaiming plenary power per the U.S. Constitution over the federal elections. No more machines unless they comply with U.S.-only DOD standards. Um, so this means that the majority of the machines utilized in Arizona are most likely going to be not machines, but paper ballots. Recount. Recount. Oh, yeah. Or revote. I, I hope something does happen with Carrie Lake, man. I, I hope that she gets in there and, and absolutely is able to get into the governorship with a recount of Maricopa, and um, she just cleans house, just releases it all. That'd be a good start. Russia has issued a dire warning after U.S. approves Ukrainian strikes on Crimea. Russia has issued another stem warning related to further potential Ukrainian attacks on Crimea. Strikes on this territory are considered by us as an attack on any other region other than the Russian Federation. It is important that the United States is fully aware of the Russians' response. Moscow's ambassador uh, to the U.S. Antonoli Antonov warned Sunday. This was in response to an earlier weekend statement by the U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, a criminal, um, to CNN, while well, he said, speaking of the GC sub- G7 summit in Japan over the weekend, we have not placed limitations on Ukraine being able to strike on its territory. What we've said is that we won't enable Ukraine with U.S. systems to attack Russia, and we believe Crimea is Ukraine. Ouch. Uh, they're, they're trying to spark nuclear war, and, and that goes right next to Bakhmut. Falls to Russia, Joe Biden escalates towards nuclear war while America is burning. So Russia completed its military effort to seize control over the city of Bakhmut, even as the leader of the Wagner Group declared victory, announcing total control over the city. The delusional political leaders and military propagandists of the Western nations pretended that Ukraine still controlled Bakhmut, uh, borrowing a page from transgenderism where the biological man can pretend to be a woman. In reality, however, men can't have babies and also men can't block artillery by wishing it so. Um, Joe Biden says he wants to inject Americans F-16 fighter jets into the fray, no doubt flown by U.S. military fighter pilots who would inevitably be shot down by Russian anti-air systems. This will put American pilots in the hands of the Russian military, giving Russia the direct evidence they need to declare that the United States has entered the war directly. At that point, Russia may decide to initiate its own existential threat posture and start launching nuclear missiles at the Western nations. It's a highly unlikely scenario, but it's something to consider with everything that's going on. Yeah. Yeah, Russia is saying that that giving Ukraine F-16s is a colossal risk. This is not good, man. No, it's not. Yeah, so Biden administration will be training uh, AFU pilots to fly F-16s in the coming months. Um, It'll ensure the countries uh, that the F-16s will come from. Uh, if Ukraine are winning, why do... Okay, yeah, so this is a great question. If Ukraine's winning, why do they suddenly need F-16s? <laughs> They're losing so miserably. 
the information surrounding this is really interesting too. Have you seen that they're saying that some, uh, I think it was general or something of Zelensky's under Zelensky has been killed or has been injured and been out of the spotlight for like a week or two. So th this comes about with that NATO bunker that was supposedly bombed is he lost a lot of high profile people in that NATO bunker that was bombed, including NATO generals, UK generals, so forth that were killed in it. My God. That was basically the end. I mean, when, when that, um, that missile hit that bunker and destroyed it, which the, the Western media still has not talked about, picked up. Alan Dershowitz, or not uh, Dershowitz, uh, Seymour uh, Hirsch was actually talking about this. Oh, really? How, it, how they have legitimate evidence that this actually happened. And nobody's talking about it on Western media. And now Biden's announcing a U.S. arms and ammunition pack into Ukraine. I mean, he just gave them another $1.3 billion and we're on the verge of default. And then Zelensky's out there warning of, of an open road through Ukraine um, if Russia captures Bakhmut. Well, they captured Bakhmut, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what I was talking about. The Zafrohashia power plant um, uh, was reconnected to the Ukraine grid. I'm sorry. So the, the nuclear plant has been reconnected to Ukraine's electricity grid, again, after being offline for several hours. Uh, it was uh, disconnected for, I guess, maintenance, but I believe it's still under the control of Russia. Hmm. Almost positive it's under control of Russia. Um, choose us or Russia, EU tells Serbia. Belgrade has been told it must sanction Moscow and recognize Pristina if it wants to join the bloc. Maintaining close ties with Russia harms Serbia's chance of joining the EU the bloc's foreign commissioner said, and um, Serbia, they they want to be neutral in this. They don't want anything to do with any of this, but now you're seeing politics being played back and forth. Yeah. Gosh, they're going to get strong-armed one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Gosh. Hundreds of non-citizens are filling up Chicago police stations. So... Police stations are now becoming sanctuary places for all these illegal immigrants. This is bad for. It's for horrendous. Everybody. Yeah, it is. We're gonna look at the video clip. I'm trying to rush through because so we don't have much time left. But look at this. I this this I don't I, absolutely. I, I gotta get. Up. I gotta get my uh, my hardwired connection. Okay, well, it's not playing. It, it, it only does this to me on shows. Hmm. Only on shows. Um, what else do we have? All of our infrastructure. Yeah. Well, it, listen. Hmm. I have a big problem with bringing these illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities. Remember I told you that's where it's going to start. That's where these terrorist events will begin to happen. Oh, I'm sure. Yep. We already see the crime. God, man. Don't we? We do. Um, what we got here? <laughs> so we have a uh, college girl gets zero on project for using term biological woman. A young woman attending college said she received a zero grade score on assignment simply for using the term biological woman. Um, I got a zero on my school project proposal in a class because I used the term biological woman, which is apparently not allowed anymore. The college girl uh, explains in the video going viral on social media. I think I can maybe get this to play. Uh, 
zero on a project proposal in my class because I used the term biological women, which is apparently not allowed anymore. She even said it was a good project proposal, um, but I got a zero because I used this term and it's exclusionary and not allowed anymore, so. And I 100% know that this is like the most biased grade ever because my project is about transgenders competing in biological women's sports. How am I supposed to do my final project if I can't use the word biological women? She can't make a comparison analogy by saying biological woman. Wow. It's absurd. Backwards. Yep. The school, school systems are so done. Oh, yeah. School stock boys' bathrooms with tampons. <laughs> Oregon High School asked boys to stop vandalizing its bathrooms after stocking them with free menstrual products, according to a Friday email obtained by the Daily Caller. Over the last few weeks, Lake Ridge High School officials have said that tampon dispensers were taken off the walls in the boys' bathroom and placed in the toilet, according to an email obtained by the, DNF, uh, the DCNF. All K through six bathrooms, K through six bathrooms in Lake Oswego School District offer free menstrual products for students in order to comply with state law, which requires schools to provide such resources in general neutral male and female restrooms. Wow. Of course it's going to get vandalized. Mm -hmm. Come on. Could you imagine if they put tampons in your high school bathroom? <laughs> or, or even you know, K through six. What? Yeah. So let me go into here. I wanted to check that out real quick. Let's go. We're going to skip over to the, the woke climate change stuff. Uh, we have mysterious 50% spike in heart arrhythmia cases, one in 45 now at risk of stroke. Since 2013, there have been an astonishing increase in the number of people who are coming down with atrial fibrillation, also known as irregular heartbeat or heart arrhythmia. British Heart Foundation conducted an analysis using data collected from Great Britain's National Health Services, um, which for the first time ever concluded that more than 1.5 million Brits, along with 270,000 Brits who are still undi undiagnosed, suffer from this mysterious heart issue. Even with the additional 270,000 people tacked onto the figure, the 1.5 million figure alone puts the risk of a serious heart condition at one in every 45 people living in the, excuse me, in the United Kingdom. Now, let me ask you this. What is different between 2013 and today? Everyone's jabbed <laughs> with the mRNA. Am I here? Oh, phones? Sorry, I had to see you. 5G towers. Oh. There you go. Mm -hmm. 5G towers. I'm close to getting rid of my phone, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been on it less and less every day. Um, the WHO has called for global governance to fight health emergencies and climate change. Of course they are. <laughs> I mean, we are in dire times, people. Um, so let me go in here. I want to do this real quick. If you are on pill, the scratching has been released. Um, D live. I'm going to go ahead and release the chest. We didn't release it last Thursday, so I apologize. Uh, but we'll go ahead and release this now. There we go. Cool. <laughs> and um, we are in epic times, people. We are in epic times. It's time to prepare for anything and everything. And just be out there. Just know that, um, you know, have emergency food supply at your house. Have enough food where if you have to survive, you have enough to survive three to six months. And, yes, that just means having a little bit of sustenance. You know, one 
one can of, of beans can feed two people. Okay. And it, it doesn't matter. You don't have to buy the good stuff. You can buy just canned goods and non-perishables, but just have enough to support yourself and your family for three to six months. Um, have a way to defend yourself. Perfect. Yeah. Get, get, get a firearm, have a way to defend yourself. Um, if you have a garden, great. If you, you make friends in the community, find local ranchers and farmers, have gold and silver and ammunition to trade. Gold and silver is pertinent. Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com. Getgoldtoday.com. Dr. Kirk Elliott, give him a call, please. Um, so just get ready, guys, because I don't know what's going to happen. We have a lot of theories on potentially what could happen, and we do know that something is going to happen. So just be ready for everything and anything. It's going to be an interesting week to see what happens. The Fed is meeting this week as well. So we could potentially have some decline within the financial in, uh, markets. I think that we're going to see that by midweek. Hmm. Um, I wanted to go through, thank everybody for donating this uh, today on the um, Battle of the Streams. Just Jim gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Just Jim. Slumdog gifted a can. Fuck Joe Biden. Thank you so much, Slumdog. Patriot of Pisces, 10 ice cream. Thank you so much, Patriot of Pisces. Shannon, 13 lemons. Uh, Shannon, 13, 30, yeah, 13 lemons. Uh, Grismo, 7, 3 lemons. Thank you so much, Patriot of Pisces. Shannon and Gizmo. I always say Grismo. It's Gizmo. Gizmo. Love the beach. Donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, Love the beach. Shannon, 13, 13, 10 lemons. Thank you so much, Shannon. Grits, X, Grits, X, Grits, X. Two ice cream. Thank you so much, X Grits. RPG thirty five seventy three. One ice cream. Shannon thirteen thirteen three lemons. Thank you so much, RPG and Shannon. Uh, U Town three six nine three lemons. Uh, another three lemons. Woke AF uh, Cat twenty four two lemons. Um, pitchfork. Looks like Sherry Johnson did a pitchfork there. Grimify Revolt three lemons. Black Jester uh, two ice creams. Hillbilly Jack one ice cream and another one from Shannon thirteen thirteen. So thank you so much, Shannon thirteen. U Town. Cat24, Sherry Johnson, and Grandma Fiber Volt, and uh, Black Jester 101. Much appreciated, all you guys. Thanks so much. Hey, look, we're going to be here with you guys all week. A lot of things happening. Um, don't know where this is going to take us, but uh, we're all in this ride together, and we're tumbling down that rabbit hole. So keep your chins up and know that at the that at the end of the tunnel, there's always that light, and we have to go through all this darkness to light in order to to save this country, to save this world, to save humanity. So we're here along with the fight with you guys. Love you. Appreciate you. Much respect. Vince, thank you so much for tonight. You guys have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign, and it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.